Primal Recording. We've still got to find a, another name for it of the MYP show. And we are here with a special guest, Yvonne Ivanescu. And she is someone who I found is the wrong word, discovered, uh, stumbled <laughs> upon as I was going through the podcast movement online content. I didn't get a chance to make it out to Nashville this year, but I did get a chance to take their virtual pass. And Yvonne's talk was in there in the marketing track talking about branding. And what I really love about her talk was that it was something that I know if you're brand new, you could have got a ton of value out of. And then someone like myself who, you know, we've we've worked with I don't know how I count countless because I don't know how many people's branding we've kind of consulted and worked on and helped other shows with. And and even myself, I found myself getting nuggets uh, and some great tips out of it. And so I thought Yvonne would be a great guest to bring on the show today. So Yvonne, thanks for, for hanging out with us. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited about our chat today. Yeah. Talk to me about one of the, the big things that I think is always kind of intriguing or interesting for me that I know fi people find a lot of value is their story through podcasting. You know, we've had guests mm -hmm. here yeah, who have been podcasting, you know, they were one of the first 50 podcasters. And, you know, we've also um, even this show is a, is a relatively new podcast that got started in the last year. And so um, we've kind of covered all gamuts, but I'd love to know your story, how you got into podcasts, and then specifically how you started working uh, with and helping people brand and create a better brand for their shows. So my podcasting journey is a little bit different than most because I wasn't really too interested in podcasting until I started working for a podcasting company. So I'm the content and community manager for Spreaker, which is a podcasting hosting company. And I started out there and I was supposed to do all the marketing, all the communications, all the social media for, you know, this podcast hosting company. And I never really actually created a podcast before. And so I thought to myself, like, how can I be talking about podcasting and talking about marketing your podcast if I have never created my own podcast before. And so, you know, I had to create something. I had to actually put myself in the podcaster's seat and try to understand the process of it so that I could then help other people understand how they can go through their own processes. And so that's kind of where I started. And when I was thinking about my podcast, you know, the name, the subject, what I really wanted to do with it, I kind of, because I'm in marketing and I actually was at the time launching a swimsuit brand. So it's an ethical and sustainable swimsuit brand. We launched in April, actually. And I thought about like, well, actually, I'm going to use my podcast. I'm going to use my podcast as a way to reach out to branding strategists and specialists to pick their brain to talk about how can you create an incredible brand because I was really beginning creating my own brand and I really wanted to talk with other people and I wanted to communicate and have a conversation with them. And I said, this would be so much so beneficial, not only for me, but for other people out there. Because one of the biggest things, like I've been in marketing for the last 10 years, and the biggest thing that I've noticed when I've been talking to like businesses was that they've always had marketing problems, but the marketing problem was almost always a branding problem. And they didn't understand the difference between what branding was and what marketing was. And so I really wanted to get into like the depths of that and understand what is branding, how do you create a brand, and how do you lay the foundation to build on that? And so I started talking about branding and then I started getting into like, okay, well, this is what I see also in podcasting and podcasters, you know, they start their podcast and they say, you know, we're marketing our podcast and no one's listening. I'm like, well, who's your target audience? They're like, well, everyone. Like, no, no, everyone cannot be your listener. And so I saw the same problems again, again. So I'm like, okay, so branding is kind of like a thing everywhere, apparently. <laughs> 
Well, it definitely is. And I think one thing that we've kind of, I don't know what the, there is a, a great thing about podcasts in the sense that there's no, nothing holding you back, nothing start keeping you from starting one. And that's fantastic for letting people get going. But the other problem is, and I've worked with, and I've helped a few people who they are so go-getter and they're so driven and making things happen that they just are in that just get something up mentality. Yeah. And they look up and they have a show for a year, two, three years with a, a brand and an episode cover and, and all of a website that was created, you know, in a weekend, <laughs> someone on Fiverr and wasn't given a lot of thought and doesn't really represent the essence of the show, nor does it convey the, you know, the quality or the value of the actual of the actual podcast. And so it's kind of this this DIY syndrome almost mm -hmm. that then ends up happening. And it's all, it's obviously important for someone when they're, when they're getting their show started, but then it's also important once someone has a show that's established to always be looking at how are they, you know, what, what brand are, you know, what are they actually conveying? So one thing that I really enjoyed about your, your talk at the conference was it kind of took people through, you know, A to Z, how to really get started. And mm -hmm. you talked about, you know, your audience and stuff like that. So what are some things that you are looking at or what are some kind of key important things that you think go into a show's branding? Well, I think the first thing that's super, super important for anyone out there is to really understand what sets you apart. I mean, I think everyone's heard this before, but there are like thousands of millions of shows. There's so many shows out there that you really need to understand what makes you different and what can you provide that's a little bit different than what's already out there. And so, you know, this idea that like, oh, just launch, just put it out there. It needs to be a little bit more strategized and well thought out. So you need to understand like if I'm doing branding or if I'm doing marketing or if I'm doing true crime because like there's a lot of true crime uh, podcasts out there now too, like what is my differentiator? What's the angle that I'm going to do that's a little bit different than whatever is out there? A lot of podcasters are like, well, the differentiator or the difference is me, but it can't be just you. Like you are unique and you're amazing and your voice is like awesome, but there needs to be something more than just you. And so maybe it's your personal like experiences with the Branding Lab, for example, which is my podcast. My differentiator was really to talk about my personal experience launching my brand and doing it like understanding and doing step by step and explaining everything to people, which I thought was very different because people got to see exactly what I was doing and learn from my mistakes, which is something that I didn't really see out there. So you have to do the competitor research. So you need to Go out there, Google, see what other podcasts out there, and then listen to a couple of them, listen to what people are saying, and then find how you can fit into that. And then the, I think the second most important thing that everyone seems to miss is to really understand who your listener is. Who is your ideal listener? Who is the person that is going to be tuning into your podcast episode every single week or every single whatever episode? And who's going to become your loyal listener? Who's going to share your information with their friends? Who's going to love your podcast? And like I said, Can I you think... Yeah. I, I think that's a, a such a huge point because you mentioned, you know, people, do people have a, an ideal listener and they go, everybody. And it's like, yeah. well, that's not going to work. Can you think of an example or any, um, you know, times even for yourself where that someone missed the mark on that or where they didn't really understand uh, who their listener was or who they were trying to attract and ended up having something that, you know, was averse to that? Is there anything that comes to mind? So in terms of podcasters specifically, no, but I've have some experiences with like businesses. So for example, I've talked with a lot of businesses for, um, that are on Instagram 
and they want to post all their information and they, they're posting on Instagram. They don't have a lot of followers and they'll say something like, well, you know, no one's interacting on, um, on Instagram and you have a conversation with them. And I'm like, well, who are your target listeners or target uh, audience? Who is it that is buying your product? And then you keep com- like having a conversation with them and it turns out to be like 50 year old, 50 plus retirees. And then you say to them, well, of course your Instagram is not working is because the people that you're trying to target are not on Instagram. Right. And so with podcasters as well, like if you're a podcaster where your ideal listener is, for example, 50 plus retirees, whatever it is, you shouldn't be on Instagram. You shouldn't be posting all of your episode uh, and videos and like audiograms and whatever on Instagram because your listeners are not there and you're not really reaching your target audience. And so you need to understand that um, because you can be hit like you can be basically talking into nothing because no you're the people that you're trying to get to listen to your podcast you know on Instagram on Facebook or wherever they're not there and so it's super important to really understand who they are and where they're hanging out because it's also super like that's where you're going to be talking to them yeah one thing that you mentioned was doing like competitive research and Mm -hmm. I think that you mentioned a lot about standing out is there something to say about kind of fitting in with the rest of your genre as well. I find that at least right now, it helps to be able to look like, to at least look like a business podcast or look like a true crime podcast or look like a, you know, a a personality, fun, humorous, conversational podcast. I think that being able to convey, like you only have a square, right? Mm -hmm. You have one square and you have to be able to convey as much as you can through that. So What is there to, you know, is there a a fine line or what do you think about, you know, at least trying to take into consideration what other shows in the genre look like so that you can kind of uh, attract that listener who might be looking for a similar type show? Definitely, definitely. I mean, in terms of cover art and stuff, you should be looking at the type of cover art that is already out there in your specific um, category, how they what kind of colors, what kind of structure they're looking at, what catches your eye. So I think the best thing to do is like, let's say you're doing branding or true crime or whatever it is, you put that into Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, and then you pick out which ones actually catch your eye. Like if you're scrolling through all of these, which ones make you stop and say like, Ooh, that that looks interesting and then maybe also put in a list why did that catch your eye like what were the aspects of that cover art or that title or whatever it is that caught your eye and made you stop scrolling and so then you'll have like a list you'll compile a complete list of things that you can also add to make your images your title or whatever it is pop as well so that people can stop scrolling and click on your image but then once they click on their image there needs to be an another another thing that goes you know they're reading the the description because they'll probably either listening listen to the trailer they'll scroll through your episodes they'll read your description so what is it there that'll make them actually hit play you know what will kind of bring them in what will be like oh wow that's different I really want to listen to that you know that really like resonates with me the particular listener you know where else does does branding show up for podcasters because we talked about cover art yes um where else do you think podcasters miss or forget about when it comes to you know their digital presence or physical presence or you know when it comes to branding so when we talk about cover art cover art which is your visual identity is actually the last part of your branding process and a lot of people want to do it first it should not ever be first and the reason is because everything that is cover art, your images, your visual identity, that's all connected to your 
target audience, your ideal listener and who they are. So it's super important to understand and and, and nail that first because everything that you do after that is surrounding that target listener or that ideal listener. And so in terms of that, what you should be doing, like what branding is. Branding is visual identity, but it's also the tone of voice, like the type of podcast that you're going to be doing. Is it interview style? Is it you just talking? What, how are you going to be talking? Are you going to be swearing? Are you not going to be swearing? Are you going to be very like happy and humorous? That all is branding because you need to understand, well, my target audience is younger. They're hipper. Maybe this a specific type of language. They like that type of language. So that's how I'm going to talk. They want interview styles. They do not want interview styles. Um, it's also how you write your description. For example, your podcast description, there's a lot of like keywords you can add there. It's also where your target listener will read and understand whether or not they want to listen to your podcast. So all of that is kind of all connected. And then on top of that, when we talk about cover art, which I think is super interesting, is like it's also the colors that you choose, right? Because your cover art pictures, yes, but it's also colors. Like what is the emotional response that you want your listeners to have? And what kind of colors car- correspond with that, right? So like red, for example, is like more fiery and more, maybe angry, passionate. Blue is more like calmer, you know, it really depends on the kind of emotions that you want and the type of listener is going to be listening and how you want them to react to your podcast. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Colors (laughs) and, and fonts, I think are right there, you know, behind it in terms of conveying there's emotions that, you know, are attached to fonts, even if they're just, you know, frustration or, uh, (laughs) you know, ickiness or, 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 you know, fear or whatever it is, there's, there are kind of these ways that you, you have to get deliberate about how you're conveying that through your, your cover art, right? Because, you know, and you're very right that all those questions have to be answered first before you can effectively throw it together in a square. You know, you've got one, you know, 1080 by 1080 square and it's like, that's what you've got to attract more visitors, right? Like that's all that podcast listeners are going on when they scroll through an app or, you know, or looking through the charts or wherever they're trying to find podcasts. And so it's worth spending some time and, and also maybe even worth spending some money uh, on it. You know, I know a lot of podcasters, you know, get it done on Fiverr or they'll do it themselves and, and that may work for a time, but I think it, it deserves its, um, you know, it des- deserves the investment that it's going to return, obviously. Yeah, because the thing is that your brand colors and the colors that you choose are not only going to come up in your in your podcast cover art. They're going to come up in your audiograms if you create audiograms. They're going to come up in your Instagram newsfeed. They're in your stories, in your Facebook, in your like PR, in your media kit, in everything that you do, um, what you've chosen, the colors you've chosen, the fonts you've chosen, the tone, the way that you write, that everything that comes up not only in your actual podcast description and your cover art. It comes up in, you know, like I said, your media kit, your social media, your marketing. If you have a website, if you write blog articles, like all of that is all interconnected. And I think people don't really understand that it's more than just your cover art um, and the colors you choose. And I think it's also super interesting to see, like, for example, when you look at cover art, you'll see that when, when someone is trying to position themselves as an expert, usually they use their own photo right? And then in true crime or others, they don't use their own photos. They use different types. So it's also looking at that and understanding how you need to position yourself, right? Um, and I think that's super interesting. It's it's very 
it seems really complicated. And I feel like when I talk about this, people get super overwhelmed. They're like, oh my God, no, I can't do all of this. But if you take it step by step, it's super easy. And it's a stu- like, it's very simple. You just need to take the time to actually do it. And that's what people don't really want to do. Well, it's interesting that you say that. And I don't think, I don't know, maybe it's just because I'm such a, a marketing branding or podcast branding nerd too. But <laughs> when you talk about putting the host and as the picture, you talk about doing that as an expertise. I had always talked about you could either with your cover art or with your branding, whatever, you could focus on the host or you could focus on the subject matter. But mm-hmm. I'd never really attached the expertise part to the host. I guess that kind of was an intuitive part, but you're absolutely right in the sense that if that is one of the reasons that you're starting a podcast to position yourself to, you know, create that authority, then then it probably is helpful to have your picture in the show or in, exactly. you know, in the cover art, right? But that does, you know, something psychologically when they're seeing your photo over and over again yeah and but if you're not like if you're telling stories or you know like you're doing children you're narrating children's stories like you shouldn't be your image shouldn't be there because it's really not not not, yeah (laughs) i mean it was not the best example i have to say i'm sorry i just kind of like popped into my head (laughs) but you guys got the point (laughs) no i and what i what i also really enjoy about where the podcast space is going is that it's becoming less and less you know interviews which i you know even i have an interview show and i'm trying to think about how do we expand you know past this kind of format to be something that is more of a of an audio experience you know and more true crime kind of made that uh, popular but i think it's bleeding into a lot of other industries as well because everyone loves a good story so you know those range story span different industries and, and different yeah audiences and stuff as well i mean you can also do different like for example for my podcast i do interviews definitely but then i have like a little mini series called behind the brand where i tell my story and i i talk about things that i've went through in my business you know i talk about when i launched what i learned i talk about when i did my photo shoot what i learned and the story and what i and how i prepared for that and what i would do differently and telling that story and i think there's a way and podcasting is so great is that if you do one thing, you don't have to always do it like that. There's always other things that you can do and you can experiment and test and see where it goes. And I think that people shouldn't be afraid to do that. What I appreciate about what you're bringing into this conversation is that it, you're talk, you're making it very apparent that it's more than just your colors, your fonts, your logos uh, in terms of branding. And what I'm even realizing that something to include in that conversation is your is your show format, right? There's obviously the tone of your show, but then the format also kind of plays a role in that positioning and in that branding, um, especially as people start to get more creative with their formats. Or, you know, I've been working with a lot of the shows that we're working that I'm working with on on creating uh, more segments and creating, you know, just uh, frankly taking a lot of stuff from the video and radio industry that you know worked over there and creating you know quality content and bringing it over to podcasts because you know people are just looking for a different kind of experience and so yeah um, but that's the thing that's why branding touches so many different things like when i speak about branding and when people talk about branding the first thing people think is like my logo my cover art my colors but branding is so much more than that there's such so much deeper, you know, it's about your, your show. It's about the tone. It's about the format. It's about how you speak. It's all of that kind of comes together. And that's why it's so important to really define your, your target audience, because you'll understand, well, I'll do it this way because I know my target audience wants to listen to it this way. Yeah. This has been a a fantastic conversation, Yvonne. Mm -hmm. Is there anything that we we feel like we should have touched on or anything that we we should have covered that you feel we haven't got to today? 
Well, I think that one of the things that I'll just add to this is one of the most important things after your competitor research and your target audience is to understand your values, your mission, and your vision. And I think that's super important as well when you're defining whether you're at the beginning or at the middle of your podcasting journey is to understand what is your mission? Like, why are you doing the po your podcast? What is it that you want to accomplish? And then also what you'd like to, where you'd like to to see it go like what's the vision in the future and this will actually help and guide you in the future and I think it's super important to understand that and also the values like what does your podcast stand for and I think that's super interesting and super important to look at and then once you kind of define all of that together then you can start going to I say the fun stuff which is like tone and messaging and storytelling and brand and, and visual identity and colors and cover art but I think that to be able to really nail who you are as a podcaster and what your podcast is about so that people can understand your mission, your vision, your values and get behind you. You need to really put in a little bit of work to understand those foundations and, and put together those foundations. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yvonne, thank you for, for spending some time with us and, and the podcasting community and, and, you know, you giving so much recently, especially. Did you make it out to Nashville as well? Or were you a virtual participant like myself? I was a virtual participant because at the oh, moment... I don't feel so, so bad then. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm in Lisbon and it's super hard to travel at this moment in time. So I just... Sure. Yeah. A, it is a very weird time. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, totally get it. Well, guys, I, I appreciate um, you guys sticking with us, both if you guys are, are catching this on, on the LinkedIn stream, wherever that may be, and however that may be getting out, if that is getting out we thank you for that uh yvonne where is the best place to connect with you uh, i'd love for you to, to plug your show and and because um, i know you have one and then anywhere else you're active on social that people can kind of follow along sure you can uh find me on on instagram and on twitter same uh, username at yvonne Ivanescu. my website is yvonne .com, and my podcast is called the branding lab podcast and i talk all about you know branding foundations and also about my personal experiences launching my own ethical and sustainable swimwear company and so yeah you can listen there and uh, if you have any questions about branding i would love to hear them you got it. Go follow, listen along, and uh, get connected, and we will see you on next week's show. See you. Thank guys. you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Marketing Your Podcast Show. If you enjoyed this interview, we'd encourage you to go back and listen to some of the other episodes with some fantastic guests. If you have any questions, we encourage you to go and find me on LinkedIn. And if you want more podcast resources, go to www.amplifymedia.com. That's A-M-E-L-A-F-Y media.com for more podcast marketing resources. We hope you're having an amazing day and we can't wait to host you on the next episode of the Marketing Your Podcast Show.